Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to The Upfront Investor, the show where each and every week I give you all the very latest information on what's happening in the Australian share market. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Upfront Investor. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth With The Inn. Uh, today I'd like to talk about something that's quite often brought up to me in terms of how do I win or how do I make more winners than losers on the Australian share market. Now this, the, the, really the figures speak for themselves with over 90% of traders either losing money or they just break even. Now this is a sad result given that uh, establishing a profitable portfolio is one of the best ways you can create real wealth and, and, and secure a financial future for yourself. Because uh, being a, a profitable trader can provide a lifestyle that many dream about and very few get to experience becoming uh, or becoming a profitable trader adds the benefit of choice I suppose to to your actual life and you have the choice of what you want to do with whom you want to do it and, and really when you want to do it now it sounds really good right and and the thing is we get lots of people contacting us on a daily basis either um, asking questions um, and or looking for that sort of more choice or more control, I think, is probably another way of saying it over their um, financial future. And whilst it sounds great, what do you need to really do to, to, to achieve that? So what is it that 10% of traders who actually make money on the market know that you actually don't know? And what is it that, they, that set the, sets these traders apart from the pack? Now, when I use the word traders, I also use the word investors because investors are trying to make money out of the market. Traders is just a little bit more accurate. Oh, sorry, accurate. Well, they are more accurate if they know what they're doing, but a little more active is the word I was looking for. So the number one trading skill you must know to succeed is what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. The interesting thing is it's the same skill for investors. Now, after teaching thousands upon thousands of students how to trade profitably, I have identified one major skill that is consistent amongst those traders that make money. By knowing this one crucial skill, by studying it until uh, studying it until it becomes second nature, and then applying it actively to your share market investment activities, I can really guarantee you that you'd see a huge improvement in your bottom line. So you're going to pick more winners than losers. You see that what I find is that most traders tend to make a few crucial mistakes that make a significant impact on the results or on their results and by utilizing the information in this podcast what I'm sharing with you today you'll be able to avoid these same mistakes and share the profits of the 10% who actually make money consistently. Now I'll talk more about the number one skill later but before I do I want to chat you about the mistakes that most traders make. The first two is something I get asked about time and time and time again from those looking at the share market. In fact, it's almost a daily occurrence where I get an email from somebody from our Your Trading Mentor um, lessons or tips. That, um, and that's really why I created the Trading Mentor lessons, all these, these um, mistakes that I get asked constantly, as I said. So I've created Your Trading Mentor lessons. If you've not found them yet, visit yourtradingmentor.com.au. It's a really inexpensive program. It's There's 10 lessons. It's 
get in there. If you know somebody who might want to learn about the share market, send them the link to or send them a link to that page and get them on it because I'm getting huge feedback that it is answering those questions for people. So what is one of those things? Now, one of the questions that I get asked all the time is, know the right time to buy. So it's when, when, when do I know the right time to buy or when do I know the market's going to go up or when do I know um, how I'm going to make money or when's the best time to make money in the market. All of it's the same thing. And unfortunately, most traders, investors actually don't know the right time to buy shares and therefore purchase stocks far too late and they're well into or like what we call a primary bullish phase. Now this leads to decreased profits because you've missed out on a large proportion of the run-up and it contributes to diminished portfolio returns. If such a flawed tactic becomes a habit, then it continually continuates over years and years and years, and therefore you get average returns because you don't get the compound. And obviously this leads to frustration, disappointment, and even annoyance. And we get people that do uh, get annoyed and they say, look, I, I'm, I'm trying to do all this, but I pick a few winners and I get some losers and then I go back to square one again, or it's like two steps forward or three steps forward and two, three steps back again. Second one know the right time to sell. So the first one was know the right time to buy, and this, the second one is know the right time to sell, which is just as important. Now, selling shares far too late is another common trait shared by most traders and investors. Greed tends to take over when you're on a, what they call, you know, I'm on a good thing, an expectation that the stocks will go up forever comes into play. We often see it in a stock that's actually risen quite well for a period of time, and then people jump into it thinking it's going to continually go on there and past performance really isn't an indication of future performance as they say um, you need to understand what the market's doing so what i tend to find is is that uh, that 90 percent of traders and investors do is buy a stock with no concept of when and how they will sell this is a dangerous routine have you ever had somebody say to you you know say to you oh it will come back eventually when they're referring to a trade that they're making yeah, yeah, it'll come back to where I've eventually paid, where I've paid for it, and then I'll sell then. Um, or I'll only sell if it gets back up to this level. Or, look, hey, it did this last year, so it'll do that again. Now, these people that don't know how when to sell, or these are the people that don't know when to sell. And don't be one of them. I've seen more than my fair share of traders turn a profitable trade into a losing trade simply because they don't know when to sell or didn't follow the rules on how they would sell. So they turn a good trade into a long-term buy and hold investment. And that's not smart. Now the one thing, or the one trading skill I'm going to share with you, I'm actually going to do that in part two of this podcast, and I'll show you how to avoid these mistakes that we've just mentioned and many more. But before I do, I need to get into talking about the Australian share market. Uh, and so, uh, as you know from my podcast last week, I was expecting the Australian share market to possibly find support and start to rise back up again. So what occurred over the last week? Well, last week the Australian share market started off in the red on Monday and initially slipped lower on Tuesday morning to around 5,253 points. However, on Tuesday afternoon, uh, well, Tuesday afternoon brought a real welcome change and the market closed higher as if to really indicate to us that a possible turn maybe uh, was was occurring. And this is really what I was looking for. Now, buyers continued to come back into the market into, uh, on Wednesday to see it close up at around 5,334 points. And this was a really good sign. And I was looking for this to continue on Thursday, which would pretty much start to signal that our market was looking like it was starting its upward move. One or two days up, don't make a sheep station. And this is what I used to get frustrated with when I was on the TV. People would ring up and say, oh, this has gone up 5% today. What does that mean? And to me, all it meant was that went up 5%. 
it doesn't mean it's going to go up forever. And this is why I'm looking for some solid signs in our marketplace. However, on uh, however, jitters came in on the US market on the Wednesday night to dampen our mood a little bit and halted our rise temporarily. The good news is that Friday actually closed higher. And for the traders of you out there, you'll notice that last week's weekly bar was actually a dragonfly doji candlestick reversal pattern. And that's quite interesting to me in terms of it's possible if we see an up uh, this week move up, then we could be saying that last week could have been the down of the last or the, the support level that we're looking for and could be the support for driving this new uptrend that I'm expecting uh, to come for the next few months. Now, although I'd like to say the market low is in, it's really do, it really is way too early to call. Now, following any low, we need to watch the market for around four to six weeks before, before we can really confirm the direction. And, and around these times when uncertainty is high, the market, because oh, what I'm about to say is, and it's around these times when this uncertainty in the market's high, we can see a bounce back, and this could give us a false impression before the final move down into a low. Now, I don't think that's what's going on at the moment but I need to make a call on what I'm seeing and right I'm seeing at the moment is finding support I need to see the market going up um, for the next you know three four five weeks and then I can say yes it's going to continue to go on for a little bit longer so therefore now's the time to really be patient now remember uh, if if you love these, these podcasts this upfront investor podcast get into iTunes and rate it for us and and really leave us a review and tell other people what you're thinking because it really does help us get our message out to a lot more people I'm Dale Gillum the chief analyst here at Wealth Within and you've been listening to the Upfront Investor podcast series. Take care, have a great week and I'll talk to you next week with part two. Thanks for listening to this week's Upfront Investor podcast. For more information, products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.